Hey everybody, it's Felicia with Belly Speaks. I'm here with two special guests. Um, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Hey everybody, Martin over here. What's up guys, it's Julio the Street Doc. Um, with Martin, I call him Gomez. So if I'm referring to him as Gomez, that's who I'm referring to. Julio is Julio. He's not, he, he's trying to go by Street Doc, but you know, if you guys want, if you guys want to allow him to let you, that catch on with you guys, go ahead. Um, so I, I thought that it was pretty important for me to bring some people on and get other opinions of things. I do have a few different topics that I want to talk about. Um, but if we don't get to all of them, um, that that's all right with me. Um, how was your guys' night last night, by the way? I got fucking trashed. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I almost we, I smoked a cigar. We both smoked cigars. We both smoked a cigar. We took uh, too many shots. We took too many shots. I got off. Uh, uh, I got when I got there, and I just started taking shot after shot after shot in the beginning. So like, I done like four shots in the span of like two minutes just to catch up. It was fun. He passed out on the floor eventually, next to the dog. You're right next to the dog. <laughs> I, I think that this is um, this is a almost weekly story that I hear from both of them, um, and you know it's <laughs> it's uh, I mean how, I mean you guys are you guys are here so I'm glad we we tried to actually do this last weekend but I think this um, same type of story happened right last weekend. Yeah, yeah, we keep uh, we keep rescheduling because uh, someone over here. Doesn't want to hear some outside perspective. Get to yeah. dive into some, some deep topics. Yeah. And I and I and I also wanna um uh, remind everybody we're not in the same room right now. This is a we're we're trying um something different. So if the audio sounds off, it's because we're trying that. Um Gomez and Julio are actually together right now. Um and I just want to be mindful of that as well. Um, so I called I called you, Julio, yesterday, um, and I wanted to talk to Gomez about it too because I, I I tried to FaceTime both of you, and I guess I wanted um, male opinions mm-hmm. on, on oh, this. Yeah, you called me on that one. Yeah, uh, I should have Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and um, so, okay, this is – I'll back up. I I had to stop myself actually yesterday because I was going to record like myself and post it on Instagram because I was so pissed off. Um, but I, I yeah, I was I was pretty mad. Um, so yesterday I was actually taking a walk and two guys pulled up um in a car. I'm 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 assuming it was two guys. There could have been a third in the back, but. They basically pulled up and um, wanted me to say hi to them, or they rolled their window down to say hi. Literally, I, I had just gotten out of the shower and I decided to go on a walk. Um, immediately, as soon as I, I saw what was going on, I, I told them I don't want to talk to them. Um, they didn't listen to that, though. So they continued to stroll by me, and I I got really amped up. I asked twice. For them to leave me alone um i said i 
you know, I, I pulled out all the stops. I was like, I have a boyfriend. I have this. I have that. Like, everything. Um, they weren't catching on to that. They they said, oh, all we want to do is say hi. We just want to say hi. And um, then they it got to me cussing. And I was like, I hate it when fucking guys do this. You guys think that it's attractive if you guys if you guys pull up next to me and like that's the most attractive thing that you could do like your guys are fucking following me right now and then they they basically pulled out like we're not following you we're just driving and i said then fucking drive go to your destination right and um then it turned into these two guys making it seem like i was being aggressive and i was a you know a a female who who just was um I guess not complying in a way and um then it turned into well we just wanted to say you know you're beautiful right they threw that at the end so then as a female you're like was I being too aggressive was I being a bitch was I right so that's kind of why I called you guys and I mean and I had a talk with another friend of mine um about there's this fine line is it sexual harassment or is it um just guys having overly being overly confident and trying to get at a girl like i don't know so i mean i told you before that's just fucking creepy like when has that ever worked in the history of ever i mean maybe like one out of like a million where you just pull up on a girl and be like hey what's up i mean but at least be nice about it because at that point i think he's just showing off with the other guy it's like on par to saying a dick pic to someone it's like hoping it'll fucking work yeah it does right that's just my take. It's, it's creepy. And uh, was it a nice car, at least? I don't even know. I was so mad I didn't see it. I think back to the question you just said about the whole sexual harassment. When At what point does it become sexual harassment or if you're just being aggressive? I think in the beginning, it's like, if you don't get the hint saying like, oh, like, no, I want you to leave. And they don't, and they refuse to do that. And then at that point, that becomes sexual harassment because mm-hmm. they're definitely just harassing you at that point. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's this thing where um, guys, I guess they kind of change it. Like they, we as girls have to feel bad at the end of the day. Like, you know, oh shit, he just wanted to say I'm beautiful. Like I'm supposed to take the compliment. Right. And um, so that's why, I mean, I know that we all, we all fuck around. I know you and you, all of us fuck around about stuff like that, but um like, I don't think that that's confidence because somebody did tell me like, oh, well, I don't have the confidence to do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think it's confidence. I think it's you just fucking seeing a girl and being like, oh, it's an opportunity because they literally came from behind me. I know they didn't see yeah. the front of me. They saw the back of me. And so it's like, that's not confidence. That's just fucking weird to mm-hmm. me. Right? Just, like, we're driving. I mean, just like you said, just keep on fucking driving. Like, what are you? You're just sitting there harassing a woman at that point. Yeah, and I think that it, it leaves like this um, sour taste in like in a, in girls' mouths. Like I, now, I know now. Like when I'm walking, when I'm walking, right? I I have to be mindful of my surroundings. So I also kept walking. I I did my route. I was walking back. I get two more guys yelling things out. One on a bicycle, um, and then another in a car again. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, like, damn, this is 
And I actually saw a TikTok where this girl's like, if people are catcalling you or coming up and talking to you, if guys are doing that, just accept accept it and be nice to them, right? (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I think I think that this is a a huge issue because I've been. I think the first time I was I was catcalled or or anything was at 11 years old on king and story i I stopped at one of those little valentine (laughs) i stopped at one of those little valentine um yeah and it was an older man and i was 11 so it's yeah um i mean i think what you should do now i mean you start taking the fight to them at that point like if they can't call you straight up just be like whip it out let's see (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's it oh dude you will hit the ego so bad well i was i think like um guys uh, guys assume that girls are just gonna be quiet right so that's why i i tend to be argumentative but yeah what if i said oh yeah let, let's, let's fuck yeah, right here let's it. fuck right yeah. here <laughs> pull into that pull into he's gonna be this. like oh no this, 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 she's crazy no uh, it's like oh fuck you wanted this right yeah. yeah yeah um i think it's like men want a strong woman up until they get a strong woman then it's like oh shit yeah yeah no i i agree i think that this is a i don't know this is a thing that always irks me and makes me hella hella mad <laughs> um but i think it's also like it, it's a bigger topic sometimes i think it you could go on and on talking about this topic right, um right. but you know, I did have some, actually, some people write in some questions to me. Okay. Um, uh. <laughs> and, like, for you guys, I mean, we're friends, right? We've been, it we've no been, shit. huh? It's a no shit, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> but okay. I, I no. did get a question about um, friendship. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, what are unhealthy friendships and healthy friendships? And I think, and then I see you guys, you guys are are smiling and laughing because we, I think we've experienced both sides, and we have taken part in being the unhealthy friends. Right. Right. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think that it's a big step to be friends. And also be dealing with stuff on our own because our own stuff then leaks into our friendships and any relationships that we have. Right. So if we haven't healed ourselves and the problems that we have internally, then it is going to always reflect on the people that we are closest to. Right. Right. So talking about that, what do you guys have to say about that? I can I can say yes. I have not been the nicest friend I could have been. There's been multiple times where me and you have gone months without talking just because of something. And honestly, it probably is. It, it, it probably no. It's it's 100 my fault. Half the shit I do, but it's like you gotta understand what like what I'm going through. And you know, at the same time, it's like I said, I'm going through a bunch of shit, and then you telling me these other things. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to explain. But yeah, I, I can, like I said, I, I'm probably one of those toxic friends, but I try not to be. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am always working and on bettering myself, but, you know, it's going to take time. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's you're you acknowledging it right now. Like this is the first time I actually heard you acknowledge it, right? But I think that it's a big step because I could, if I hadn't healed some parts of myself, I could have easily ended our friendship right. many, many times, right? But I, I as a as a friend, have to understand that you know what is he going through, and sometimes there's, and I've talked about this too. Like some people are are quick to be like, well, fuck him, right? Like, and we, yeah, like, like, fuck him or fuck her. Like, I'm just going to stop talking to them because whatever. Right. Um, but I tend to not be that. And, and there's a fine line between like, is that healthy for me or is it unhealthy? And I had with our most recent, um, I guess, downfall, mm-hmm. I, I had to say what is healthy for me and what is unhealthy because I could keep putting into our friendship. Uh-huh. But if I'm not getting back, then, you know, that that's where I have to be like, oh, shit, like I'm keep giving, giving, giving. And am I not what am I what is being reciprocated to me? Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking all the time. Hey, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, on. this is you were on this topic. <laughs> no, but it's like I'm a perfect ass friend. That's, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, no. It's like, but at the same time, it's like you, some of the things can be justified. Like our last, like you said, downfall was one of those things where I know I didn't do anything wrong, but looking at back now, it's like, yeah, I could have been more careful. But at the same time, I didn't know. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. you were trying to make me jump through hoops for something I couldn't control. And it was just, it got to the point where I'm like, well, fuck, like it, I didn't do anything wrong. It's not my, my fault. So like, why is she getting mad at me? So that's why I was like, and you know me, I, I've done this with multiple, like multiple friends. I just said, fuck them. I'm not going to talk to them. Like if they're going to be yeah. like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't need someone like that in my life. Right. One in particular. <laughs> One in particular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I mean, and that one too, like, well, we can talk about that. You think it was, it was, it was right for me to do that? Like our, our our friend, well, she used to be my friend, right? Like we would always want to hang out, right? But she always wanted to hang out. We, but she would always have plans. She was always, but not plans. It's let's be her with her or fucking man thing, right? Yeah. And um, it it got to the point where I'm like, well, she just doesn't want to hang out. So I was like, fucking whatever. Like we've been through it since high school. We literally weird. chose her over her her boyfriend, right? When they broke mm-hmm. up, right? So. And it, yeah, it came to the point also where we initially had plans and plans and plans and plans. Like she always agreed on plans, but it came to the point. It's like every single time she just canceled. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm doing that now. Oh, I'm doing this now. It's like, why make plans in the first place? It's like, yeah. we're literally like trying to hang out with you. You're just like taking, like trying to go the other way around, like the other road. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you you guys and i will always have a differing opinion on this right uh-huh. so i think it's good to talk about it um i see where you're coming from because i know that i would get i know i would get annoyed by it too right if i um if you know it was a last minute thing or whatever now that i'm the age that i am i put myself into the, that into her shoes or anybody else's shoes that would be that way um right now in my life I'm healed to the point where 
I could articulate to you guys, hey, I don't want to be in that environment because of X, Y, and Z, or I'm not going to drink, so it's not a, a type of environment for me, or whatever, right? Um, with this particular with this particular friend that we were talking about, I had to take time out of my life to make sure that I figured out what was going on on her end, right? The same way, Julio, when when you and I were fighting, I could have easily said, you know, this is not the only time that this has happened. He's mm-hmm. done this to me multiple times and written me off multiple times. Fuck him. I would have said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you would have said that. I know. But I didn't. I put myself in your shoes and I said, okay. I didn't get horribly mad in December. I really wasn't horribly mad and I wasn't trying to make you do anything either. But we you didn't you didn't allow me to have that I can see you scrolling. Mm-hmm. I asked you to get I, I know what I asked you for. But you never gave me the opportunity to actually talk to you. Mm-hmm. You took a text and put a tone to it. Well, and, I you are right? like I, don't you but you can't you you can't uh, with with friends or anything with people you can't assume you can't assume just because you know how they are because in that week maybe something had happened different right mm-hmm. the same way that in your life i didn't know what you were going through to to make you maybe forget or not pay attention to something yeah. You work 24-7. You stay up all hours of the night. So I had to put myself in your shoes and give you time and be away. The only one thing that I, I was focusing on was, is he going to say happy birthday to me? I mean, I was thinking about it. I, the whole time, I was it was there. I knew what day it was. It's not like I forgot your birthday. And it's just like, mm, mm, So cool. I put that as my timeline. I put that as my timeline and I said, if, if he doesn't say a happy birthday, then I will reach out. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And then we are fine now. Mm-hmm. I wonder, and I don't remember, so you guys are going to have to remind me. Did you guys give this person an opportunity to talk to you about what was specifically going on in her life at the time before you guys cut off the relationship work, you know she always said what was going on her topic right and, and like i said even then when she did want to hang out with us she would always fucking complain right and just nagging complaining like what the fuck no, that was just her being her that's just her but yeah you is. know what that's i mean yeah that you, you you're probably right we should have given her a chance to be like hey what's going on why are you doing this but Honestly, I I doubt she would change. But we don't have that. We didn't have that mentality back then. We were just yeah, we're so, much, so much younger. Yeah. yeah, you guys didn't have, and that's what I'm saying. Like when we don't have the the skills or the life experiences built up, we react at the time of our age and what's going on around us, right? Mm-hmm. So with this specific friend, I think that it was wrong timing for us to even be able to say were you guys capable of having that conversation with her probably not you saw how petty my ass was yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then and i can't ask of her to be like me 
and accept the things that maybe you were you do to her right because you did things to me yeah. But I I accepted and I I put myself in your shoes. But I can't ask her to put herself in your in your shoes when she might not have the capability of doing that either. Right. Right. I mean, I did try to reach out once. Yeah, he did. He did. And um. So they ignored. <laughs> and I think where that was a like she received it and. She thought about it and um just chose not to reply. And she no, is worried about that dynamic again and putting herself in that dynamic, right? Yeah. Um I, I I understand that. I can't make her do anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? But we we all started out as like what was it, the wolf pack? Yeah. The before the before this movie, we were the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. What they yeah. call uh, uh, the nation before that? Oh yeah, the, no. Oh yeah, there was two groups: the nation oh, and there was the wolf pack. pack. Yeah. And that was the uh, the outcast, just wanting to between groups. Yeah, the fucking nomad. The nomad. There you go. That should be the <laughs> fucking street doc and the nomad. Yeah, Gomez was not. Uh, he, I remember him. He was very. <laughs> He was like kind of jumping in between the groups in a way, but um, we we were all. It wasn't just us three. It was more than this. Um, and as time went on, it started dwindling because we grew apart. There was relationships that got involved in it and and broke things apart when those romantic relationships ended, right? Mm-hmm. And some people allowed those to to disrupt the wolf pack and also some people were unable to move past the romantic relationship and move into the friend role right so i think that that's what caused that so now there's three of us and the other ones like i i mean i i i don't talk to i think uh at least one of the guys that we used to be in the wolf pack Mm -hmm. but um or two of them, right? I don't think I haven't talked to. We can't say names here, can we? Yeah. I doubt he fucking listens. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, ha- I haven't talked to Gamboa in a while. I haven't talked to Pedro. Oh, yeah, or Torres. I talked to him. Oh, yeah, he doesn't fucking. I think he deleted me on fucking. <laughs> I mean, but but think about that. Like, we are were these unhealthy friendships for us or were we just not in the right frame of mind at the time to continue some of these relationships yeah Yeah. and what is a what is an unhealthy friendship then what is an unhealthy friendship as someone who keeps putting you down continuously in a bad way in a bad way and you just accept it not roasting or just like someone always constantly just taking, taking, like you said, like just taking, not really, you know, reciprocating anything, right? What's that good about what you said? Like they, or like they only, only go for you when there's like, they need something, right? But mm-hmm. that blow you off the whole fucking time. I mean, I, I think we've all had all those, those kind of friends where it's like, hey, like Felicia, I need this because you're, you're, you work here or because you've dealt with this before. And then once you do that, and it's like, all right gone 
like your friend remember oh it was in school i don't i, I you probably listened to i don't know was his name rudy or something like that remember he always always hit you up for shit like that for like schoolwork Oh no, that wasn't Rudy. It was um, Thomas. Uh, no, no, he did that too. But I'm saying it's like he only wanted you for shit, and that's pretty much it. But, I mean, it's not really a friendship. It's more of a. a yeah, I mean, I had I had to um, make sure that people knew not to not to keep take like just hitting me up to um, I guess for things that I could give them and I mean for what an unhealthy friendship is too I think you know we all make mistakes and we're all human beings and I I've even gotten to the point where I'm like dude if if I like lied to you guys or something would you guys end the the friendship and you guys tell me (laughs) at the time you guys told me no like we all make mistakes like that doesn't define who you are as a person and I had to be like, oh, shit, like, there's actually people or friendships out there where they're not going to just fucking throw you away just for a mistake that you make. Yeah. Um, but I've had friends that do that. I've had friends who require you to be perfect and 100 percent. And that's not real. That's not a realistic thing. How would they want you to be 100 percent? Like, what, the, what are they asking of you? Well, like, I can't make any mistake, right? I can't, I can't make a mistake in terms of. Every time they ask you to go somewhere, you just have to say yes all the time or do something, you just have to say yes. Yeah. I mean, you guys know some friendships that have fallen through. Like, um, I've had friendships where I maybe did lie, Mm -hmm. right? And I lied not because I hated the person, but because there was something going on in my life. And I admitted to lying and I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But Felicia couldn't make a mistake. So now it's your fault, Felicia. And I'm not talking to you anymore because you are bad and this is not good for me. Right. And so there's been friendships like that. There's been friendships where they don't ask me about anything that's going on with me and the whole the whole conversation revolves around what is going on with them. They might slip it in in the beginning, like, how are you doing? And and then everything else for an hour or two hours is about what's going on in their life, yeah, right? I mean, and, and I kind of get it because, like, you're, you're you're really good at listening. I, mean, I know we've had, or at least before our most recent call, like, we've had times where we just, like, we'd give each other a call and be like, what, we catch up for, like, an hour or two, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much it. It's like our our yearly or our fucking tri-monthly catch-up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, at that one, I'm always, I always I try to make it a point of, like, to hear you out, too, all the time. That's why, like, I'd rather, I'd rather talk about you than myself. And, yeah, some friends don't get that. But And I think they see you as a... Because you, you're really open about being a therapist about this, so they kind of see it as that, well, this is someone I can vent to, and then she'll probably tell me what could, you know... Like, like all your other friends, like, again, they call you up and it's like, hey, this is what's happening. This is, I'm dealing with this in my life. And it's mostly like guy trouble, right? And they just want to fucking vent. And you're like, oh my God, she only calls me for this, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of get that. But at the same time, it's like, you got to ask you too. Like, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. I'd be going through it, you know? Yeah, I think that that's important in a friendship. I think um, having talks like this and, you know, focusing on 
because like I said, that was the first time I've heard you say, you know, about yourself and being able to say those things in a normal conversation when it's just you and me or you, me and Gomez, that's important. It shouldn't take this to say that, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes we don't want to be vulnerable and we don't want to admit certain things because we ourselves are going through things. We, like you said, you're going through some stuff. Gomez might be going through things as well. Um, but being able to be open about those things, I think, makes relationships, whether those be friendships or romantic relationships, better, yeah. right? Um, I think that if we can be open and honest with each other, uh, and I can, I know, and look, for everybody listening to, a lot of times they think that I'm nagging them, and I, I say a bunch of shit to them. I, I sometimes sound like I am, yeah, I say, why are you doing this? That's, okay, don't do that. That's, no, no, no. It's always notes for me, right? Mm -hmm. um, now they take it as nagging and it's not that. It's because I'm externally looking at what you guys are doing and, and telling, trying to tell you guys that that's not healthy and I see how this is playing out right yeah. and not it's not only julio i've done this with gomez too what did i do i'm perfect <laughs> i think a lot of this has to do with things that i pointed out with relationships that maybe they have that i see like this is not going well don't do this stop entertaining this part of your life right yeah. um drinking i don't care you guys can drink you guys can do whatever you want but it, it, my job so <laughs> yeah but then i but then as a friend i i think of we can drink or i i even told this to a client like okay. going around and having sex with multiple people is if you're doing that because you genuinely just want sex then go ahead and do that but if there's a different intention there and if it's because there's something hurting within you and you are seeking sex because it's filling some void within yourself, then that's where it's a problem. Okay. Right? Yeah. So um, for you guys, is drinking purely because of fun, which yes, I know it is sometimes, or is it becoming a, a different part of your life? Then that's all why I why I point shit out like that. Yeah. It's not to nag and it's not to, to say anything else. Um, but I, as a friend, I'm not going to change that about myself. And I can be, I can be the boring person. I can be the person who doesn't drink. I really don't care, but I've chosen that if you guys are going to accept me as that, then yeah. you guys are going to accept me. Yeah. We don't have another choice. No, yeah. We know you don't drink. That's why we're like, cool. She's not going to drink. She's not going to which yeah. really surprises us when it's like, oh, I went out and drank. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but you guys also... You drink without us. But you heck? guys have to remember, too, because I can take things as... Um, I just did it today, too. I can take things as um, a threat against me. And I've done this with other people. I'm like, shit, they're posting about uh, someone else and no. they've never posted... They've, and this is not just about you. Okay. I've done this, and I mentioned this on another episode too. I can look at a, something and be like, wow, this person has never posted me at all. 
on their site, I just get like a text or I just like get this. And sometimes that has made me feel like, oh, my relationship with them is invalid because they're showcasing this other relationship. Right. Right. But for me, it's kind of like I have to put myself in their shoes. Maybe they don't realize that. Right. So the opportunities where you guys are inviting me for like to go drink and stuff like that mm -hmm. maybe it's not the, the the best night or maybe i don't want to be around so many people that i don't know or things like that at the time right yeah that makes sense so it doesn't have to necessarily do with you guys it's just it when and when i do go out and i drink then usually that's like one drink and that's all yeah one drink and you have it yeah one that the last time that happened was in uh december 2019 god i forget you're really good at dates yeah you're one of those people who actually remember the dates do you remember everybody like, like, those, like one of those old people they're talking and this yeah, time in september 19 in 1980 <laughs> i do remember dates really good um and i think that it in terms of friendships it's kind of just going and having open communication about stuff like this and yeah. um not keeping things in when we're feeling something about ourselves or feeling something about the relationship right right mm -hmm. um and i think that i've seen you guys do that too where you guys feel something um about your 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 friendships and you just keep it in and you're like, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Julio's always been straight to, I'm going to delete this person. Yeah. But I mean, I just delete people off the fucking bat for stupid shit, like spoiling something. I'm like, oh, fuck that guy and just delete them. Right? Like, yeah. Like, Who the fuck spoils shit though? <laughs> Jesus, if a new show comes out or a new movie, just don't post that shit. But again, that's just me. <laughs> I'm just that type of guy already. Like, I'm, I'm really quick to like burn bridges. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I should be better about that. I should be like, ah, oh, you know what? Let's give them a chance. You know, like like you said, they they might be going through some shit. But again, I'm getting better at that. I'm not. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, he's he's gotten um better to the point where I think he's um able to. Like I admit my faults. Yes, that's it. yeah. Before I'd be like, and, what's wrong with me? And how? I don't hope you don't mind that if I say this, but you you went to therapy for a little bit, right? I did. I did went to therapy. How how did that help you? It helped me a lot because it was uh, it's one of those things like oh fuck I'm in therapy I never thought I'd be here but it's it's one of those things where it's nice to have an outside opinion of what you're going through, right? And um, you know those weekly sessions, yeah, they they did really help a lot because it. It, it 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 got she like pinpointed the source of all my like anger anxiety and things like that and on basically on the most fundamental level of why I fucking hate myself right yeah. and and slowly but surely those like she you know she helped me out say like, we're gonna work on affirmation we're gonna do all this like we're gonna get you to that self image where you you love yourself right and and. It, it worked no like i now i'm like you know what i'm I'm more than just like this like these physical looks or anything like that like i'm a funny guy i'm a smart guy right and um 
And a fucking nerd. Yeah, I could like it. Yeah, no. But the thing is, like, there's always someone out there for me. Like, my main thing in therapy was, like, I'm going to die alone, right? And, yeah. Uh, that was always the whole, basically, like, 80% of our things was that and, like, family issues. And it's like, well, why do you feel like you're going to die alone? And it's like, well, look at all my past relationships. And we dived in, and it's, it basically came down to I'm picking the wrong one. And, that's yeah. and the only reason I'm picking the women is because it's become available at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Not because I I chose to, I, I, I selected this person, I love their qualities and everything. No, it's merely because the opportunity presented itself and I'm like, fuck it, I'll take it, right? I yeah. lost relationship, right? <laughs> that yeah. one, it, the opportunity presented itself and I'm like, okay, why not? I got like this, this will, this, either this will work out or fucking implode on itself right and it's always the fucking matter yeah and um yeah so therapy really helped me a lot on that it's like you are into some toxic toxic women that's why i like that <laughs> my therapist so she's like she shot straight i was like oh, you're not wrong and it's like but at the end of the day you are also toxic so you, you if you're toxic you're gonna attract toxic women so we gotta work on you not being toxic and i'm like yeah we can do that and uh, yeah so like you said like i'm i'm those therapy session better myself i know how to you know how to be more what's the word more open more mindful mindful yeah there we go about people about myself like i again like you know me back like if you would have showed me and then 18 year old me when we met 19 year old me like that dude was a fucking asshole right yeah he would never admit to fault he'd be like nah fuck them fuck them. and now it's like yeah it was my fault it's it's me like i take i take responsibility of my own actions right and i that's something new and you know that's that's definitely something new yeah i think i think what you said about um you know the piece that if we're not healed within ourselves and i said this earlier too it's gonna leak into our yeah. relationships and the the choices that we make right mm-hmm. and i i'll actually say that especially with you uh i think that you were very naive young the younger part of you was naive and then there was this flip where you became very mean yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's something else and and with gomez too um you you've become a different person as well while while you've grown right you used to be very quiet then something changed yeah my boy blossom yeah right so i i've always had this piece about like and somebody asked this too um how do you forgive yourself right and um and I think that can go, how do you forgive yourself just for anything that you've done and and choices you've made? Mm-hmm. And um, though even how do you forgive yourself for feeling the bad things that you do feel about yourself? Because you said some heavy stuff about yourself. And I know that all of us think really bad things. I've heard, I've seen you guys say some really bad things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So how can, how do we get to a point where we, forgive ourselves for that stuff and are we even able to forgive ourselves for those things because are we still living in that no, no. Go, uh, how do you forgive yourself 
thing is, I don't even know how to put this into perspective, to be honest. I think, like in, in my case, I, I, I don't forgive myself, uh, per se, but I always, like, tend to learn from it instead. So, like, the feelings will always be there. I'm not going to, you know, stand here and, like, yeah, I know what you say about those thoughts, you know, that you said, those feelings that we have, like, uh, and did you mean feelings, like, about ourselves? Just, like, man, I'm fucking, like, I'm, I'm a fuck up, things like that, and, or... Well, I... I think that it can, yeah, it can be feelings about yourself. It can be choices that you've made, relationships that you've gotten into yeah. that didn't go well, um, relationships that you've ended and now you can't go back and fix them or yeah. even decisions that you're currently living in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I said, whoa, I'm sorry. Well, at that point, like anything that has to do with the past, like relationships and stuff, life is going to move on. You just got to move on with it. Just if you keep looking back, at what you did past tense, so you're just gonna stay in the past at all times. You gotta move on forward. You gotta move on with life. It's much easier said than to be done. I know that for a fact. But you gotta keep that in mind. Is like you have to move on. You have to look past everything. But at the same time, you're learning. Like all these relationships, you learned. It's not like it was a waste of time. It's like no, you learned what what's good, what's not. You learned a little bit like of yourself because. Every relationship is different. You definitely learn about yourself as well. Like, oh, I never knew I had this type of feeling. Oh, I never knew I like this. But either way, I think I'm going off the topic now. But no, dude, I totally agree. Yeah, it's like one of those. Like I said, it's one of those things. I don't really forget myself, but I learn from it, right? So now I know what to do and what not to do, right? It's not. It, it hasn't been very well, but like I know what I need to do, and I know that I need. It's like I said, just life. Life is all about experience. That's what I think. So life is a lot. So the more you experience, the more you'll learn from it. So now I'll definitely know how to avoid some of the situations I always get myself in, right? Remember back in the day when I used to call you and say, Felicia, I need you to help me break up with this chick because <laughs> shit went down now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm at that point where I'm like, well, now I know never to make that fucking mistake again, right? I know. Now I got to, it's the same thing with, with, with that. I would ask you, but now it's like, I got to fight my own battle. So I learned. So whatever you did that, I learned from that, and now I can do that towards other, you know, other situations. And again, like that, like this one, like, like we were saying with our downfall, I, again, I'm just learning. You're right. You are going through, especially you, like you, you are, you work so many jobs, right? And you, on top of that, you have a, basically a, a, a son to take care of, which is little Milo, right? <laughs> so you have a lot more responsibilities than I do. And like, you're, you're doing a lot of shit while me i'm here just fucking i go to work yes and i blow my money on fucking random things right but you, you are more stressed than i am I, I, well i i, I want to point out something and this is a therapist in me fuck. coming out uh, <sighs> of <course>. I, finally, <laughs> so, <laughs> I finally got it <laughs> there's something that's called a thinking error uh-huh. um basically we have different things that we do um, when we're talking um, and you just did one about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you just minimized yourself uh -huh. by saying that what I'm going through is way more difficult than what you go through, uh -huh. right? And I want to point that out just because I think that it's good for you know me to point it out and then maybe other people can point it out for themselves. Um, there's something called minimization. Mm -hmm. Um, when we minimize ourselves for 
there there could be underlying reasons. Um, now you minimized yourself in comparison to me, but you also have to take into account that you work a very very difficult job. Mm-hmm. You see trauma on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Um, you've seen people die. Yeah. You have people's lives in your hands. What you go through is not any less than what I do. You said, I just do this. And it's not, I just. So for some reason, and I I know you maybe were complimenting me, but for some reason you do minimize the things that you do at times. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, when we do a thinking error or we... um you know, have certain cognitive distortions that we do. Um, There's either trauma behind it. There's things in our lives that have caused us to do them. For example, another one is mind reading, right? Us assuming that we know what someone else is thinking or feeling about a situation. You, You do mind reading as well, right? Um, now, if, for example, I said something and then you guys say, no, I don't want to go. I I invite you guys and you guys go, I don't want to go. I'm going to put an assumption right there and I'm going to say, they don't want to go because I'm no good. And now everything that I I do is going to go with, I'm no good. Right. So my thoughts around you guys saying, I don't want to go are going to be in um, in life of I'm no good. So I'm going to think that I'm no good. Nobody likes me. Yeah. My, my feelings are going to be I'm sad. Which now is going to affect every single thing that I do. Yeah. Right? So you minimize yourself. But don't do that, guy. <laughs> Well, I I wanna I no, wanna no, I, I totally I'm, get it. Yeah, I see I see where it yeah where it went down. Right, and I think you know with, with Gomez too, Gomez, you you often don't open up yourself for some reason. I don't at all, to be honest. And I don't know if that's because you don't trust people. Uh, you feel like you have to do it on your own. What where is that coming from? I just learn how to cope with my stuff and that's it I'm like it doesn't bother me there's some people who are more open there's some people who are not but like for me it's like i don't think it's a problem it's like i haven't really busted out bursted open or like like i think people are able to cope differently and i just it's the way to cope like i just don't open up i just keep everything to myself yeah it's not like yeah, i'm holding it all in it's like and ready to come out one of these days now it's like feel fine feel normal just always been like I said, I was, like you said a while back, I was shy. I was reserved. So that's still in, still in me right now. That's why I don't open up to a lot of people. And that's why yeah. another reason why I choose my friends carefully because the friends that I have right now are the friends I can actually trust with if I actually do want to open up or say something. Like, I know I can trust these people so as well. And it's coming from a place where there have been friends of yours who have done things to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about one specific walk that you had to do. Uh, walk of that guy, dude. Yeah, that's why I choose my friends carefully. Yeah. So, 
we we all have certain traumas that we've experienced or things that we've gone through in our life that then causes us to react to things in a certain way right um now forgiving ourselves for um being the people that we have been in the past and it is i think a step right um but we also have to understand it and process where some of those things and decisions come, came from. If we ever cheat on someone or do things to someone else in a relationship that isn't the best, where does that come from? If we choose to keep entering into a toxic relationship or a toxic dynamic with another person, why? Why do we think that we deserve that? Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of us um, tend to keep ourselves in a, a position where it's um, a, a, keeping us at a lower level than what we are. And that's all we, we can get. Yeah. Right. Um, so in terms of forgiving ourselves, I don't think there's a, a certain way or thing that I can tell anybody as to how to forgive yourself. I think you have to process it and be able to look at the thing that that happened and understand why you might have made that decision, why it got to that point and why you allowed it to get to that point. Because a lot of the stuff that we go through comes from our past childhood attachment parents right things bad that have happened to us along the way so not being able to open up no matter what not being able to open up is a there's something there yeah but i i we can't understand it unless we really want to understand it right um so I, and I think that that goes hand in hand with all of the relationships that we have in our life. I think that we end relationships, we keep relationships, and um, sometimes we don't know until too late why it might have happened. Yeah. Oh, you're asking? I mean, I've I've seen what you guys think. What the fuck, Felicia? This is like some kind of therapy session at this point. Well, I mean, you did say, and I want to acknowledge that, you know, um, you did say a lot of things about yourself. Yeah. Then feelings that you've dealt with in the most recent months, and you're not going to therapy anymore. No, I'm not. I stopped that, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Therapy helps, but, you know. Therapy helps. And, but there, we also have to understand like why we stop or if it's not the right time, right? And um, are we continuing on in something that is more traumatizing? Because you get trauma every week, probably. Daily, yeah. Right, daily. But- um, you have Gomez, that's one of your best friends, right? Or he is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um and gomez has you right um but are you do you have an outlet are you processing some of these things with your friends or are you just holding them in the same way gomez holds things in too whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. 
yeah, I, I wouldn't. It's an outlet. So my outlet is usually just like being fucking dumb and financially irresponsible. But my new outlet has been Magic: The Gathering, right? So I'm recently mm-hmm. nerd. I really like that card game, right? So. <laughs> so i'm doing that and i'm also doing like i have my computer so this little outlets like that where i can take my mind off of what just happened during the week and put it there but at the same time again you say i do i witness a lot of trauma and i do I, it's 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 nuts i probably see more death than any person should see in their lifetime in like a span of three months right um I think my coping mechanism for that, and it's it, it, as bad as it sounds. So yes, as 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 someone in as a first responder, I I look at my patients. I I don't necessarily at the end of the cause when I look at them as yes, they're a person. There's someone's family member, right? But in the back of my mind, I always have to keep that because that's, that's ultimately going to be my downfall. Because if I get too attached to this patient, like, if shit goes sideways, um, it's going to hit me hard. So I technically just see them as a machine, right? Just another number, right? At that. Mm-hmm. So when I see uh, our call go off on the on the NDC, it says, you know, a 36-year-old, right, uh, involved in whatever could be going it's like the worst day of their life right got shot or something right in my head i'm like all right well let's see what's gonna happen what kind of what am i gonna see what kind of trauma am i gonna see like what do i have to do in order to stop this guy's bleeding right and what do i what necessary interventions will i have to do beforehand and in route right and so that's the way i see that person of course and again it's so if this is someone's dad someone's son right who just got shot right and so they're they're losing their minds right and i'm seeing but I can't get let that get to me. That's one of the things they teach you in school. It's like it, it is a high stress situation, but at the end of the day, it's their emergency, not your emergency. Because if it becomes your emergency, you're gonna start fucking up, right? And that's where everything starts. So all this death and everything, I just don't. I, it, it as bad as it is, again, I just don't let it get to me. I just like you know, I'm just putting it back in my mind. Like, hey, death happens every day. This is. If this was their time, this was their time. But at the end of the day, I know I did whatever I could to help that person. And I just need to move on to the next call. Because if you dwell on the previous call, it's going to mess up your next call. Because it's going to be like, fuck, what do I, I, I missed a thing on, on that last guy. So I'm going to go ahead and, and do this on this guy. And it turns out it was the wrong intervention, right? So you just, every call it's completely different. is completely different. So whenever you're done with one person... That's it, right? They're just a number in my head up until, like I said, up until I give report to the nurse, to definitive care, then it's like, okay, that's it. It's like, how I can be like, that's someone's mom. I hope they're okay, right? And again, I always do that too. If I ever come back to the same hospital during the same run, uh, I like to go check on my patients. I'd be like, hey, doc, how are they doing? You know, what's going on here? What was I right on my diagnosis? Uh, Is there anything I could have done better? And uh, yeah, it's, it's just, just another cog in the machine, you know, that's all it is. And I think it's more like compartmentalizing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, a negative coping me- mechanism, but we have to do that being in the fields that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that our friends have to understand too that, um, because I've done it too, I, I, 
unfortunately, I've been, um, because of my job, I've been the cause of people going to prison, right? I've had to arrest people and take their rights away. Um, and it's hard because then when you get home, all you want to do is do something else other than think about those things. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good to surround yourself with friends who are understanding and who can look at that mm-hmm. for you when you're not looking at it. Right. And, right. And that's what, that's what good friendship is. Like I, I tell Gomes in our group chat, like, bro, I just had this fucked up ass call. Right. And I told him, I feel like I'm an idiot. Like I, I fucked up his call. I don't know what I did wrong. And Gomez like, dude, you did the best you could, right? He's like, you're a solid paramedic. Um, I'm sure that guy is way better off than he was beforehand because you did something. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes me feel better. I'm like, he's right. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not just a sham. And I think I think you've talked about it, or you posted something about before with the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I I am very fucking guilty of that. Like I, I imposter syndrome, yeah. I like can you explain it really well? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you identify with it? Because I felt like I'm not like there are way better paramedics, and there and I I felt like there's I got this far on a fluke, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know how I got this far, but I always have to remind myself, dude, you passed your exams, you passed your internship, which a lot of people fail, right? You passed your FTO time, which is literally make or break for you as a paramedic in the county. EMS yeah. small world. If you fail your FTO time, like wherever you go, you'll always be known as that dude that failed his FTO time in whatever county, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, now you got to distinguish yourself like from the rest of all these people, right? So mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm not a, I'm not as good as paramedic as you know as all these other people. I feel like I'm just here, right? Like maybe I'm just fucking this guy up worse. Like what would this guy have done, right? And, yeah, yeah. But at the end, it's it, it's just like you doubting your skills and yeah. Um, despite. Like having yeah. evidence yeah. that you know what you're doing, exactly. right? It's kind of like us believing that we're frauds. Yeah, that's what it is. Right, and um, understanding like where that comes from, right? Um, it's a lot of the self doubt and how are how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Right, like I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be happy. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it, it it can very much fuel um your motivation and things, motivation to achieve even more than what you've achieved already, and um, it, it often can cause further anxiety, and um, you might feel like you have to over prepare for work over somebody else, yeah. right? You have to over compensate for something that somebody else has over you right um and you you come up with reasons well i only got through school because of this right you know i didn't study i i think it was just by luck that i got past some of these tests right um and there's usually nothing that's going to change those beliefs in at the moment unless you're really you're really um processing it right so um the more you keep moving up and moving up you and you accomplish things, the more it fuels that imposter syndrome and that feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, and I've gotten to this point and I think I talked about this um, previously. I've gotten to this point in my life 
Um, I have two jobs. I um, have a few degrees. I don't, I don't think that that's anything to celebrate. And people can come to me and say, oh, you were this, you were that. I go, yeah, right? Um, and I just think that it's not much. Yeah. I, right? I feel you on that one, too. There's, like, when it's, like, I don't know, one of those, you, you, like, you, I've had people tell me, like, dude, you literally saved a life. And I'm, like, it doesn't feel that way. It just, you know, I just mm-hmm. don't feel like I'm a hero. I don't feel like I'm just here. Yeah. And this actually comes from our core beliefs about ourselves. And I talk to clients about this, too. Our core beliefs about ourselves are, um, for example, if I have the underlying core belief that nobody likes me, as I mentioned earlier, right? Um, If my friends do something to me, it's going to be because I nobody likes me. I give this example of, let's say um, I get a bad grade on the test and Gomez gets the same bad grade on the test. My core belief is that I'm a failure. So I go out looking out in a lens and I, I, I use that example. Like imagine you put on glasses and you change out the lenses and each lens is a core belief about yourself. So I have the lens of I'm a failure. Gomez has the lens of, well, I... I do well as long as I put my best effort in, right? So when we get bad grades on the test, I get it and I'm like, wow, see, I'm a failure, right? And I have um, a thought of, yep, this is never going to change. I'm a failure. I suck, right? My feeling is going to be disappointment. My action in in this, I'm not going to change anything because I'm going to live in my failure, right? Gomez gets a bad grade. He looks at it, he thinks like, damn, maybe I should have studied harder for the test. His feeling's going to be um, maybe still disappointment, right? Yeah. Um, and his action's going to be next time I'm going to study more, mm-hmm. right? So um, our core beliefs define who we are. our, yeah, who we are and how we feel about things. Um we also can say like every time you enter into a new role or you get a new accomplishment or you buy a car or you do this, your core beliefs come out, right? Um, and it, it does have to do with this anxiety, social anxiety piece and um, how we feel about ourselves and our performance in things. And it's coming from somewhere. I also say like there's been a time where you felt so low that you're never going to come up higher. So that's where imposter syndrome comes from, right? Um, But I think you talking to Gomez and putting in the chats like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Um, This is how I'm filling out my jobs. It's it's getting to me and us as friends being able to to say, oh, okay, like I need to take you out or we need to go do this. We need to go do that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think that toxic friendships and being able to end those is is a thing we have to be able to set boundaries with ourselves and say hey this person's not good i'm going to give them an opportunity i'm going to talk to them once we've had multiple talks with our previous friends right to try to fix things um and if this doesn't work then i need to put a boundary up and end this for whatever reason yeah right um but i think that 
with you guys, especially with males, it's hard for you guys. There's this perception out in society that you guys cannot cry. Well, you guys can't. You guys cannot have feelings. Okay. You guys cannot. Uh, you have to be this like macho person. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Right. And if you guys cry and you guys are sad, it's weakness. I can cry and nobody's going to look at me as weak. But if both of you started crying right now, I'm sure that some people would be like, wow, they're. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When's the last time I had a good cry? Exactly. And it's like usually it's always in your in the comfort of your own room where no one can see. Because, again, you don't want to seem. It's one of those things you don't want to seem weak because crying. Well, I yeah. cry but it's like sometimes you need to cry, right? You need to let those emotions out. But yeah, and I wish it was more accepting, you know? It's not, it's definitely not um, accepted a lot. And I, I wish that it was too. But I think that also you two have to understand that you guys might be doing some of these things that you, and we can say that we're aware of certain things, but if we don't act on it, Right. If we're having this conversation now and you guys as friends later on um, go backwards and don't acknowledge the things and you're just acknowledging it here and you're not putting it into play, then that's something different. Right. Um, if you guys are are not healing yourselves and the things that you've been through and acknowledging those things, it is going to always leak into our friendships. We've always, you know, all of us have argued at one point or another, us three. Right. Um and we're still here. And I've tried my best as a friend to be able to heal myself for for the relationships that I have. And I would hope that you guys are doing the same. And I think that that's important for friends to do. So if you're wanting a healthy, healthy friendships, this type of communication is important. And if you're wanting to um, keep, stay in toxic relationships, understand that understand where it where that's coming from and why you're doing that and understand too that it's it's something that you need to change and if you don't change it then you're gonna stay in the cycle right um but i know that julio needs to go play uh magic Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and honestly the they did drink last night. I'm I'm surprised that they right, are right. up and yeah. Hangover's well, um, gone. Over time, good. Sorry for but didn't work tomorrow. You got, do you guys have any last final thoughts? Because we're we're gonna con- we can continue this another time because there are other questions, right? Yeah, we could do but part two. Um, but what are your guys' final thoughts? Because we did kind of go through a lot, and I know it's like random because we get into a conversational mode, but. It, we can definitely touch on certain things later on. Yeah, of course. Uh, so what? Anything's po- anything's possible with the power of friendship. There you go. Like just uh, like the animes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think the final takeaway is just for this for part one is just uh, yeah, just know. Just uh, how do I say it? Just know when to spot a spot a toxic friendship. Like I said, I I found it in myself, but just try to grow from it. You know, like be that better friend. Always be there for them. Not always. Don't always just take take take. Just like everyone, you know, you gotta you gotta give something. You gotta 
be mindful because yeah. you don't know what you're what exactly. they're going through. Uh-huh. Everyone everyone is dealing with their own battle, right? You don't know, you know, someone is like super fucking depressed, right? And sadly just really good at covering it up, right? And it's just, you know, just don't be an ass. I, like I said, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. I used to be straight up asshole. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, you know, like I said, I'm learning. I, I know my, my faults and I'm trying to fix those faults to be a better person. Not the perfect person, a better person because no one's ever perfect. However, yeah. you do think you do go look at it if you do think that that person is actually toxic. Like you, you talk to them and it's like, what are they going through? And they don't open. How can I put this? Uh, I don't even know how to put this together. Yes. If you know that person is toxic, like for real, for real, then don't keep them as a friend. You're just going to put yourself down at the end of the day. Thinking that yeah. for the better. But Yeah. Talk it out and see if they remain in there. If they, they're not ready to face their own stuff, then you you can't force them and you need to make a decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. right um but thank you guys for being on today and um i'm hoping that we get to do this another time yeah i'll see what right? the schedule looks like all right guys well um what i wanted to end with is if nobody's asked you this week, how you're doing. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are practicing self-care. Self-care can look like anything for you as long as it revolves just around you. Um, And you're kind of giving yourself some time to be mindful of yourself, mindful of who you are, where you're at in the present moment, and um, reflect on things that maybe you're struggling with and, and kind of process those. So I hope that um everybody's doing well and trying to work on themselves uh if you guys have any questions i'll i'll post another things if you guys want to submit questions or if you want them on again if you guys don't want these two on oh. again just be honest with me okay <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> all right well i'll talk to you guys later bye friend adios, adios. Okay. bye